Welcome to the Black River Falls podcast. My name is Jack Taylor, and on this show, I sit down with local community members who are making a difference here in Jackson County. This week, I'm joined by Dr. Nick Katowski, the general surgeon at Black River Memorial Hospital. We sit down and talk about being a Division I athlete, colonoscopies, and about the importance of fatherhood. This is the Black River Falls Podcast. All right. How do I look? You look good. I, I like your shirt. Do I need it? Yeah, badge. I, I did it for you. See? I did it for you. Yeah. I should, uh, I need makeup. I was looking at the other previous, did you see the other podcast with Abigail? Yeah. It was and, awesome. Though. And uh, I need some makeup. Yeah. And do a little, good. little blush, cover stuff. up the blemishes like the newscasters. So actually, you're going to be my second guest on the podcast. Okay. Not the first. Who's the first? Abigail. Oh, Abigail. Yeah. Oh, good. I mean, that was a really short show. Yeah. Our show is going to be a lot longer. Yeah. But thanks for coming on the podcast. Cheers. What are you drinking? I'm drinking Woody's Ale. Same. Finally. It's good stuff. Yeah. Have you ever been on a podcast before? I have not. This is your first? It's my first. Well, I haven't either until I started one. So I'm probably not very good at this. So bear with me if I ask some dumb questions or I don't direct our conversation very well. That's all right. I'm honored to be on your podcast. Thanks. Yeah. Um, talk about your journey to become where you are today, to become a surgeon. Sure. Because um, you were a Black River kid, right? I was. I grew up in Black River. Were you born in Black River at the uh, hospital here? I was actually born in Milwaukee mm. when my dad was going to medical school. So you're not actually a Black River guy. No. I'm not, just kidding. Not born, but <laughs> raised here. Okay. Um, yeah, been here since kindergarten, so basically went through all of school here. Graduated class of 98. What uh, what elementary school did you go to? Uh, Forest Street. Forest Street. Yep. Okay. Same school as my kids now, which is oh, really? kind of ironic. Yeah. 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 See, back then, because they were the three different schools, Third Street, Forest Street, Gebhardt. Yeah. yeah, I remember so. all the Forest Street kids. where they, they were the preppy kids. We were the thug kids in uh, Gebhardt. Sure. Because we had Brockway. Yeah. Because I live south of Brockway. Okay. But, yeah, keep going. Keep going. Yeah. I kind of remember all my teachers growing up. Um, from kindergarten kind of through the elementary. Yeah. Who are they? Um, kindergarten was Mrs. Halverson, first grade Mrs. Lowell, second grade Mrs. Radcliffe. He's actually on the school board. Oh, um, okay, yep. Third grade was Mrs. Zeig, fourth grade Mr. Um, Epps. Tom Epps. Yep, Tom Epps. The great. Yep, fifth grade uh, Mrs. Lee. And then sixth grade, my homeroom was Mrs. Toxin, and then we kind of went off into the the other <laughs> That's um, crazy. subspecialties. You them all. Yeah, I wonder if. Yeah, I had Miss Higgins as a as a kindergarten teacher. First grade, Beth Hansen. Second grade, Miss Moshak. Third grade, Miss Eberhart or Abley now. Sure. Um, fourth grade, Miss Richards, and fifth grade, Miss Converse. Oh, see, I didn't even know any of those teachers you oh, had. You didn't. That's because we were. We yeah. were at Gebhardt. Okay. We were tough over there. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so then uh, you grew up here in high school. Were you an athlete? I, I assume I you were a good student. I mean, you're a surgeon. You were valedictorian in your class? I, I was. Yep. Yep. Um, I wasn't. That's why I'm running a podcast and you're cutting people <laughs> open. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, um, I did love doing sports growing up in high school. I played basketball. Who's the coach in Black River? My first couple years of high school was Tom Leadholm was the head varsity coach. And For then, boys? Yeah, and then Jason oh. Janke uh, my last couple of years. Okay. So uh, my first two years I ran cross country, and then I kind of— Who was the cross country coach then? Uh, it was Paul Ricken and Woody Meyer. Yeah. Okay. 
Yep. yep. That's who, when I ran cross country, it was Woody Meyer and yeah. Paul Rickon. Yeah. And then I kind of, kind of grew and kind of bulked up. So then I, my junior and senior year, I went out for football. You which, hit the weight room a little yeah, bit. Yeah, hit the weight room. Um, and then football team, or they kind of recruited me, Jason Janky, to come out for football. And they I, pulled you from cross country? Yeah. But was there I, some but politics there? Not too much. No? Um, I actually love playing football. It's fun. Yeah. Were you guys good? Not really. No. My average. I'd say we were Wasn't five, the team after that, like, really, really, really good? Like, yeah. state? Yep. Yeah. My brother-in-law, Philip Gearing, went to state. Okay. And that was, yeah. But you guys were before that era. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, and then in the spring, I played tennis. Okay. Which, um, my dad played tennis in college, so we kind of played that He's a college up. tennis player? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, if does he still play? He does, yeah. Because he was, still plays basketball. He does, yeah. We, that was kind of our battle. Uh, my dad and me was the tennis match growing up. Like, I could never beat him for some reason. Yeah. He always had that psychological edge what about against today? me. Um, Can you beat him? I could beat him now more more often, but it's still still usually a good match. Is it? Yeah. How old is he? He's 62. 62. Yeah. And still playing five-on-five five basketball. Still playing that's basketball. That's unreal. Yeah. That's yeah. unreal. So then where'd you go to college? Uh, University of Madison. You were a Badger. Uh, I was a Badger. So the Tiger yeah. to Badger. Yeah. That's a good transition. It was, yeah. I love being a Badger. Um, that's like the goal of every kid. Grow, I mean, in Black River. Grow up a Tiger, become a Badger. badger. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was a fun college. Um, you went to, to all the sporting at, events? Yeah. Season Man. football tickets. Uh, Ron Dane was, uh, the Badgers were good. Football, um, would go to, uh, yeah, football, basketball games. It was fun. Um, and I was on the rowing team for four years there. That's right. Yeah. And so you, uh, you were a college athlete. I was. And was that, uh, was that a scholarship program? Not a scholarship, um, but it was a varsity sport. So I, I lettered. It wasn't a club sport. It wasn't a club sport, varsity so you, sport. So you were a divi- you, you're a black of alum who was a division one athlete. Yep. That's pretty rare. Yeah. Like there's probably only a handful of people that are on that list and yeah. you're one of them. Yeah. And you didn't row in high school. I did not row. No, <laughs> that's crazy. No. Did yeah. you just, just practice out of your mind when you got there? Yeah. So it's kind of a, a unique sport. Um, you're with other guys. Yep. And you're rowing like a big kayak. Yeah. It's called a shell. Um, okay. yeah, it was something I kind of walked on. They recruit at the orientation, kind of pull, kind of muscular, tall, built, kind of so young being men. Being tall helps. Yeah. With leverage. Being tall, definitely leverage. I was probably so I couldn't sh- be a rower at five foot ten. Probably not. <laughs> but you could be a coxswain. You could steer the boat. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah. I could be a cheerleader. <laughs> yeah. You can yell at us, go, go, go. Um, but kind of started as a freshman. Um, you kind of walk on and there's probably 120 freshmen that kind of get recruited and really pulled onto the team. And, and you then made the cut. I made the cut. Wow. That's competitive. Yeah, it's pretty brutal uh, practice schedule. They kind of work you like a boot camp really? uh, twice a day. Early morning before classes, you're up at like five practicing, uh, working On top out. of studying yep. your pre-med, right? Yeah, pre-med. So it's work out in the morning, work. school, and then um, two-hour afternoon practices. So, yeah, it's two-a-days. Yeah. And, and um, Madison's the best state school yeah. in the state. So school wasn't easy. No. No, but it definitely made me disciplined and um, made me work hard. Yeah, that just so. blows my mind. Like, I don't know. I mean, you hear about great college, at, great athletes that came out of came out of Black River, um, but you were like a Division One competitive 
athlete from Black River. Yeah. I feel like you are not given the respect you're, <laughs> yeah. you deserve in those conversations. Yeah. Rowing is a sport that doesn't get a lot of respect. No, that's they okay. Don't. Yeah. They it's think like, of the basketball players yeah. and football players, but you don't see it on ESPN. But, but they're not Division One. No. Out of Black River anymore. But I do have friends that are Olympians, gold medalists that I know. Really? Yeah. They went on. Yep. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So there was. Um, Could you? Did you have an opportunity to continue to compete? Um, not not really. I wasn't at that elite level. I was kind of you know made the the eight man boat, but I wasn't you yeah. know one of the elite. Sure. You um, weren't the star. You were the role player. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So you know Olympic gold medalists? I do. Are they on your phone? Um, on my Facebook. Okay, that yeah. counts. Yeah, that's a friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then, then it was medical school right after. Yeah. Yep. Then I went to Milwaukee uh, um, Medical College of Wisconsin, same medical school my dad attended. Oh. Okay. Um, in Milwaukee, so kind of followed in his yep. footsteps there. So four years. Did he pressure you growing up to to be a doctor? No, he didn't really pressure me one way or the other. Um, I just kind of saw what he had for his job and how the family was and going to school I enjoyed kind of the sciences the the anatomy classes the things that interest me to go into medicine and so it is a natural kind of, fit for you yeah kind of a natural fit yeah um and then in resident or sorry in medical school I got to ro- we kind of rotate through each specialty so you go through you know, family practice, pediatrics, um, surgery, internal medicine, kind of all the specialties. And I to really figure out which type of doctor you want yeah, to become. Yeah, which type of doctor. And I really loved surgery. It was just fun to um, to operate on people and you like fix problems. Things? I like, yeah, cutting things. And <laughs> of course, sewing it back together perfectly. So. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> which takes more time probably. <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, but, yeah, it's nice to have a problem and fix it, and people are grateful for what you do. Yeah. So. And your dad didn't become a surgeon. He didn't. So no. do you ever, like, give him crap that say, hey, dad. Yeah, I kind of won up. Yeah, 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 I won up with him. <laughs> and so, you might not be able to beat him in tennis, but, hey, I'm a surgeon. Right. <laughs> and maybe one of my kids will up me now and be, yeah. like, a neurosurgeon or something is that, great. Is or, that the next Yeah, that's kind of – yeah, they're kind of uh, an elite surgeon to operate yeah. on a brain. Yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> takes a lot, of, a lot of practice, yeah. a lot more schooling. So. so how much schooling did you have to go through? Um, so it was four years of college, four years of medical school, and then um, for residency, which is your training of your specialty, it was five years to train to be a surgeon. So you kind of learn the, the trade of surgery. Um, in five years, and I did that in La Crosse at Gunderson Lutheran okay. Hospital. So that's four, four, and five, 13 years to 13. become a surgeon. Yeah. That's crazy. So I 13 mean, years after um, high was school. It, was it difficult going to school for 13 years? And not, I mean, I assume being broke for 13 years as well. Yeah, I mean, um, student loans, you, you, yeah, you're definitely not making, taking on a lot of debt. Taking on debt. It is a lot of work and sacrifice, but yeah. you definitely kind of see the light at the end of the tunnel as you're yeah. going through it. Yeah. Um, and I remember um, I'm talking, I was talking to Dr. Lane, who's, who's a doctor here in town. And he was talking to me about some of his struggles through medical school, just how stinking poor he was. And it just, I feel like people see doctors and they see, oh, look at their salary, but like they made a lot, that's a lot of sacrifice for 13 years. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a delayed, um, it's a profession where the income that you're going to make is is delayed quite a bit yeah. until you've kind of completed your right. training. And and then you have to pay for all that education afterward, yep. which is a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But it was worth it. I definitely 
love my job and what I do, and it's it's very gratifying. Yeah. And, so why did you come back to Black River? Because I, I imagine, I mean, they're always looking for doctors in the medical field. Yeah. Why come back to Black River? Why not go to a bigger city with more opportunity for salary, for moving up? Why come back here? It just was a good fit. I mean, um, the medical community here is unique. I think what we have in Black River is definitely um, something we shouldn't take for granted. It's We definitely have an awesome kind of medical facility with the clinic and the hospital here. Um, Especially I, for a town this size, Yeah, right? for this size. There's not towns in the Midwest this size that have the facilities really? we have. It's pretty, it's a blessing what we have. Couldn't you have been a general surgeon in Hawaii if you wanted to I be? I could have, yeah. Yeah, I <laughs> could now, go right now if I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and your, your experience now, you could literally go anywhere. Yeah. Why stay here? Yeah. I think, you know, um, we've kind of built a, a community of friends and family here, so we've kind of have our roots here, and um, we just feel comfortable. and. Yeah, you like it here. Yeah. It's not as bad as some people complain about. No, yeah, it's uh, I love it here, so I don't plan on going anywhere. So my guess is that there might be some students watching um, that want to go into the medical field, whether it's from from Black River, Melrose, Mendoza, Alma Center, whether it's the you know they want to be a doctor or surgeon or nurse. What would your advice be to them who want to go into the medical field? I would say you know definitely get good grades. Um, You have to work hard. You have the the dedication to pursue it. it. There is sacrifice to going into the medical field, just um, the hard work it takes. And I would say diversify, you know, um, do other things outside medicine to boost your resume, to be unique, set yourself apart from the competition, trying to get into medicine or medical school. Yeah. So, you know, go abroad, learn a second language, I don't know, do something that sets you apart as uh, a unique individual as well as getting the good grades and what you need yeah to pursue it but totally yeah and you have to have that uh, that drive behind it is that right cuz you i mean to get through 13 years of school without getting paid and actually collecting debt you have to have an inner drive for or a passion for what you do yeah would that be accurate that would be accurate i yeah. think yeah most people in the medical school you know there's definitely a passion or drive there. That yeah. They're kind of the... That has to be there in order... Because I actually... Um, I went to undergrad. Um, I did pre-med. I did... I studied biochemistry at Grinnell College. Um, but I just realized I didn't have the passion for it. I volunteered at some hospitals. Mm-hmm. Shadow doctors was around the business for really one summer, really in it. And I just didn't have the passion for it. I was in it for it because, hey, doctors make a lot of money. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Yeah, I think you need to definitely um, have a passion to enjoy and, you know, love your job. You want to do something that you have a passion exactly. for. So Right. And now yeah. I'm running a podcast. So Yeah, that's awesome. But it's what I'm passionate about, right? Yeah. And I'm having a good time and doing it. the things you're passionate about, you'll do well. And Sure. So at Black River Memorial Hospital, on a scale of 1 to 10, how much is your job like Grey's Anatomy? Oh, uh, like a... Two to three, I'd say. We're not really Hollywood, so there's a lot of drama on <laughs> that I, show. If I came in with my vlogging camera <laughs> and, and documented what goes on? Yeah. You might not catch much. I no. mean, it's. I mean, we do have fun there. I mean, definitely uh, it's a great job and work with a lot of great coworkers. Um, but, yeah, we don't have the extreme drama and 
intensity like yeah. the Hollywood yeah. uh, Grey's Anatomy. Have you, do you, as a doctor, do you watch Grey's Anatomy? Uh, I'd say it's been a while. I know that show's been on. I think during medical school I watched some of that. Okay. But it's yeah. been a long time. Yeah. So it's yeah. not not too similar. Yeah. Not as much. Um, so you know who McDreamy is on the show? Yeah. <laughs> one of my questions yeah. I had. Who's the McDreamy of Black River Memorial? So he was a neurosurgeon. We don't have one of those. But um, yeah, oh, I, I, sorry. Yeah. I guess it depends on what. what <laughs> no, in kind terms of, of the looks. Yeah, not, I know. Not looks. a status like good yeah. hair. Yeah. You know, it depends on what the ladies want. I don't, I'm not, you know, we have surgeons that are bald and some that are. Like you. Yeah, like me. So but you can't yeah. be the McDreamy. Who has the great hair that all the girls. Um, I guess our urologist, Josiah Nelson. He's, okay. he's, he's the got, McDreamy. He's got hair, yeah. He could be the McDreamy. <laughs> he's the only one with hair <laughs> left. <laughs> um, so I also see that the hospital's adding on. Yeah. What, uh. What are some of those things that I, I, I'm guessing new things are coming to the community through the hospital? Yeah, our hospital is amazing. Like I say, for the community we have, the facility is outstanding. Um, they're remodeling kind of the operative area, the pre- and post-operative rooms are expanding. Uh, we've kind of added on endoscopy suites for doing colonoscopies and scope exams and minor procedures. Uh, physical therapy is expanding. The cafeteria is getting remodeled. Um, there's some remodeling in the ear. Kind of all areas are getting tuned up and optimized to state-of-the-art status. It's going to be, it's going to be an awesome hospital. Yeah. Uh, when it's when it's done, yeah. it's going to be state-of-the-art and yeah, it's going to be excellent. So I'm I'm excited to be working there. Yeah. And what as a surgeon, what uh, do you have a specialty in surgery, or I mean, what kind of surgeries do you generally do? So as a general surgeon, you know, I'd say kind of the top procedures, um, gallbladder surgery, hernia surgery, endoscopy, so doing colonoscopies, scope exams. We do hysterectomies. I do C-sections as well. So you work a lot with cameras, kind of yeah, like me. Yeah, I do. Yeah, just yeah. a lot smaller. Smaller cameras, yeah. <laughs> you couldn't uh, use my cameras. <laughs> no. Um, that might hurt. Yeah, laparoscopic cameras, so small small cameras. Um, so if I, if I wanted butt implants like Kim Kardashian, I couldn't get them through you? No, no. But if I wouldn't wanted, be a good job. <laughs> <laughs> it might be a little lopsided. Yeah, a little lopsided. But if I needed a colonoscopy. <laughs> yes. You got my back. Yeah. And March is Colon Cancer Awareness yeah. Month. So it if, is? Yeah. If you're 50 and older, get your colon screen. I don't want you dying of colon cancer. So I don't need one until I'm 50. Unless you have a family history. Okay. Yeah. Which I don't think I do. Yeah, then 50s. It's kind of a crappy job, isn't it? What? Oh, yeah, literally. That's a good one. <laughs> that's my only colonoscopy. <laughs> I promise. That's my only colonoscopy. Yeah, they're joke. usually clean by the time I get to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because they have to take Bowel that. prep. Yeah. yeah. They fl- right. Clean right. them out. We'll move on from yeah. colonoscopies. <laughs> <laughs> so here's a tough one. Um, and I asked you this beforehand, but have you ever lost a patient on the table? Because I, I feel like that's got to yeah. be a big fear of doctors. It is. Yeah. We, I have lost patients. Um, just going through medical school and residency, it's occurred. You deal with six patients and, you know, trauma where people are critically ill and they do, they do die or pass away. So if, if like, if you do a colonoscopy and you see something like cancer, are you the one to break it to the patients? I am. You are? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's got to be one of the more difficult parts it is. of your job. It is a difficult part. And um, you definitely get some training in medical school. You know how to break bad news and you definitely need some compassion and... Um, you know, show them 
that you care and you're going to help them get through this tough time and yeah, I can't even them, imagine get them to a better place with treatment and um, you know a lot of times with treatment they get back to their normal routine and they become cancer free so um, you just that initial shock that you have cancer can be a hard time yeah so. yeah another question I, I was curious about is are you able to be a doctor at home like is there can you practice medicine inside your house yeah or is that like yeah. against your training and rules no but my wife would say I'm kind of useless because I'm a surgeon I don't really know all the primary care uh, your dad thing. would. Yeah, my dad is a good help for the yeah. family. Dr. Jerry Katowski But could surgical help. problems I can help, which hopefully you don't have in the, yeah. the family as much. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, little cuts and scrapes I can help. Or like Could you stitch at home? Could you um, I, I could, yeah. yeah. I mean. It's not. You won't get fired if you do that. Yeah. What's the point? I would say anything line? more than maybe a few stitches, I probably would refer to my partner or somebody else to okay. take care of. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's some ethic boundaries where you don't want to be operating right. on your family members. <laughs> right. Yeah. So correct me if I'm wrong, but you're also a person outside of work. Yeah. You're out, you're more than a doctor. I am more than a doctor. Uh, talk about that. What do you like to do? Talk about your, your family man, your man of faith. Talk about yeah. that a little bit. Yeah. So outside of work, I like to be physically active. I play basketball in the mornings. Uh, I like to work out. Um, and you're pretty competitive, I might add. I, yeah, I like to win. You can shoot the rock a little. <laughs> I try. <laughs> I try. Um, yeah, and I like being with family, um, um, being with my kids. Um, I coach soccer, coach flag football, so helping out with the kids in their sports growing up. Um, um, yeah, being out in the community going to the community events, um, being part of the community um, is just important to me. And then uh, being a man of faith, I teach Sunday school. Um, oh, you do? I do. Okay. What church do you go to? I go to the St. Joseph Catholic Church okay. in town. Did you grow up going to church? I did. You did? I did. Why did you go back? Because I feel like a lot of people, maybe it's just, I don't know if it's just my generation, but older, but seems like you grew up in the church hey um it's good brings you up with morals but then once you get a little bit older you leave and a lot of people never yeah. come back yeah so why why did you choose to come back and yeah i totally agree I, and that's the and that's kind of the problem with um i think our site today is we're losing those young high school college kids once they leave the nest they leave their faith and that's been kind of the problem and then i think as you grow older you become more wise and you see the importance of that, yeah. and then especially when where you didn't when you were twenty, right? Yeah. Has it has it been difficult for you being a Catholic, um, just in the recent couple of years with some of the scandals or crimes that has gone on in the church? No, I think um, I've actually grown deeper in my faith as I've learned more about it, and the Catholic faith is definitely scrutinized more than any faith. It's just. Sure. Um, hotspot for media and it's definitely under the microscope every yeah. church has scandal every church has imperfect men yep. those priests um are not the catholic church hmm. so um you're definitely going to have imperfect men that do sins but um that does not define the catholic church yep. so the catholic church is amazing and there's genius in catholicism and as i learn more about it uh it definitely deepens my faith and um right and how how is the catholic church doing in Black River? Because at least from ground level, you know, you hear about certain churches and how they're doing. You know, the the, the Assemblies of God Church here in town seems to be doing really well in terms of attendance. And, and um, 
but you know, you hear of other churches that mm-hmm. are just declining and you know, like the ELCA church in town, um, seems to be declining in their membership. How, how is the, what's the state of the union of the Catholic yeah. church in Black River Falls? I'd say we're stable. I, we definitely would love to see growth. Um, uh, love to see young families. Um, cause you know, as time progresses, the, the older members of the church will pass on and yep. you need those young families to take to over. On, yep. uh, so you're a family man too, correct? Yeah. How many kids do you have? I have four kids. You have four? Yeah. Okay. And a recent one. I do. Yeah. Born in December. Yeah. So three months. Okay. Um, what are what are the, some of the principles that you try to live out as a man, uh, a family man? I definitely try to make time for my children. So, you know, um, definitely work. And then when I get home, it's time for the family and helping out with my wife, um, with the kids. Yep. So I have an eight-year-old, six-year-old, four-year-old, and then now a three-month-old. So two are in school, so that somewhat helps at home yeah. with my wife. Um, but yeah, just make time for them, play with them, definitely read to them. Um, That's a lot of work. Yeah, but I love it. Yeah. It's fun. Because, I mean, I know I only have one, but, you know, you get done with the end of a work day, um, and you just want to come home like you used to do and just chill. Right. But a lot of times, no, it's, hey, it's playtime. It's read book time. It's it cook dinner time. Yeah. It's for you, it's diaper time right now. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, it definitely, um, I mean, there's definitely days where you want to come home and you just want to be at peace and yeah. veg out and be like, yeah, take time to yourself. But um, you'll definitely, I mean, if you invest that time in your kids, it's priceless. And you really have a short time with them when you think of their life, their life, um, you know, at home is 18 years and they're gone. Yeah. yeah. So um, a little bit of sacrifice now is going to pay you dividends down the road. I don't know. I feel like a lot of a lot of the times people uh, avoid parenthood because yeah. or fatherhood if if they're men because it's a lot of work. And so I think even in the even in Jackson County, you see it. Um, just the single motherhood rates yeah. are up because it's so difficult. Yeah, I definitely think. Um, as a society, we've lost our, we've lost the focus of the family. And I think we need to get back to that, to, to have strong families. Yeah. So broken families, single mother homes, um, kids growing up without dads or split families. Yeah, it's just definitely not ideal. It's not, uh, I mean, I think mothers are doing their job. I mean, personally, I think fathers are the ones that need to be, yeah. step up and be men. Yeah. I definitely think men need to step up and be strong in marriage, and if we had strong marriages, we'd have strong families. Right. And with strong families, we'd have strong kids, and we'd have a strong society. And yeah, it just and I think everything's. That's why uh, part of the reason I brought you on the podcast is because yeah, sure, you're a great, you're 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 high in the community in terms of hey, you're a general surgeon, but at the same time, you're you're a man of character. And um, if we're gonna lift anything up on the podcast, why not lift up fatherhood? Why not lift up a man who 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 cares about his wife? Because those are the things that I think will help Jackson County almost the most. Because I think all the pro- a lot of the problems in our county can be can be solved not maybe quickly, but for a generation of men who are willing to step up to the plate and be men. Right. Yeah, definitely. I think you know, priority one should be faith in your life. Um, Priority two should be your family, and then priority three, work and anything else. So that's how you prioritize your life. Exactly. Yeah, I think of the Vince Lombardi quote: 
I think he said faith, family, and then football. Yeah. Or no, faith, family, and then the Green Bay Packers. Sure. (laughs) Exactly. Why do you have so many kids? So like, I think I know you have four kids and that's a little bit of an anomaly today. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, what would you say to a person who would say, hey, um, overpopulation is a problem in the world. It's irresponsible to have a big family nowadays. Yeah, I'd say that's a myth. Our our population is actually going to decrease because people are not having families or children. So we're going to actually be on the decline. Right, you're going against the curve. Right. Um, Why why have so many kids? Children are a blessing. I think um, large families are a blessing. Um, Children love having siblings. I think um, there's definitely learning and opportunities with that as having brothers and sisters growing up. Um, but yeah, I just think children's as a children as a blessing. Pregnancies are a blessing. I think our society thinks of that yeah, in the other sense, yeah. which it's um, a burden. It's a burden. Children are a burden. Children are a burden. Yeah. Pregnancies are a burden. Yeah. And we've gotten away of what's important with that. And I think I think one of the ways is I want to have a big family too someday. Um, we're kind of working through through some things to grow our family, maybe not as quickly as we thought we could. Um, but I think that's the one of the ways you change the world. Yeah. Um, because if, if, if you can, I mean, we're probably a product of really good parents. Yes. And if you can be a great parent, you, you that's one of the ways you change the world. Yes. And what, and you know, if we live in a dark world, um, and we bring up children who are light to the world who aren't going to take and take and take, but right. they're actually going to produce good things in the world. Um, I think having a big family is one of the best ways to change the world. Yes. I and, totally agree. And I remember having, after having Abigail, I read a quote that said, you know, maybe the greatest thing you ever do it isn't something you do, but someone you raise. And that made me think like, maybe my role as a parent will be bigger than bigger for the world than anything I do on the basketball court or on a podcast or anything else is being a good dad. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think your legacy, like say your, your job passes on but your family and your children will be kind of with you forever yeah. and be what people remember when you're gone is the kids you raised and how they are. Um, so, yeah, for me it's very important that my kids are good people and yeah. um, they're good examples. Right. for Rather than just having a lot of kids, you want to have good kids yeah, too, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Be leaders and show good examples uh, for other kids um, yeah. is kind of what we want. Totally. I brought you on the co- podcast because I incredibly respect you. And I think um, you're making a difference in this community, not only in your career, which is obviously um, well-respected, but also outside of your career as well. So I want to thank you for making a yeah. difference here in Jackson yeah, County. Yeah, definitely. Um, and thanks for being on the podcast. Yeah, anytime. It's my pleasure. Cheers. Cheers. We did her. We did her. That's good. This is the Black River Falls podcast.